What's up, Freak fans? I don't know about you, but I definitely saw this one coming, and I'm a little bit ups- upset, so let's break this down. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. It's funny because apparently everybody's watching everybody in this episode. Pretty much. I don't know. I mean, I'm super angry, but... You are. You're mad. You're mad aggro right now. You're I don't even aggro. know why I'm so angry. I'm, I'm just paranoid. Unsatisfied. You're paranoid. You got paranoid. And maybe I'm paranoid. I don't yeah. know. It says paranoid on the shirt. <laughs> I see what you did. I see what you did. Okay, so what's going on, After Buzzers? Welcome to the Frequency After Show. Tonight, we're breaking it down. We thought we caught the nightingale, but obviously, nothing's that easy. I'm your host, Olivia Gabri. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter, The Real OG. And you can find me on Twitter, ChaosJ, K-A-O-S-J, and you already know, you can find me on Instagram, <laughs> Chaos underscore Oceans 31. Why? Because I'm keeping it so, so swaggy. 31 flavors of creepy watchiness. Creepy watchiness. I thought you were doing your white guy impersonation for a second. You can find me nah, on Twitter. I'm trying to do a. I'm trying to do a play off of the song. You know, somebody's watching me, so you know. Well, you got yeah, that back one into character. Flat. Oh well. I'm Chris Howard. Find me at Chris Howard Live on Twitter and Instagram. I love the episode, so I don't know what's up. Eh. I thought it was great. <laughs> I don't know why, why she's so mad. She's mad. Before we get started, I just want to give a shout out to one of our uh, YouTubers and our one of our viewers, uh, Daniela Graf. I just want to thank you for all your positivity. I caught you in the comments today and just want to thank you for tuning in. She's your fan. That's why you did it. No, she's super cool. And, yeah. you know, it's always refreshing to have some nice positive comments. So yes, it is. Keep it up. Very true. We like it. Uh, okay, so we're starting off this episode with we got Robbie and Megan, bro and sis, in the back of Remy's car rushing to the hospital because Robbie had just gotten stabbed. Right. Um, Remy uses this opportunity to pump him for information and this is information he all of a sudden doesn't want to give up, right? Wait, wait, who the son? The Robbie. Son, Robbie oh. Yes. Yeah. Rob. Yeah. Robbie's real secretive. Mm-hmm. And then initially, for me, I'm like, well, why is he being so secretive? Exactly. That it was didn't me. Make sense. It. I didn't understand why his. If the deacon just had stabbed him, wouldn't he be the first one why to would be you not like be forthcoming and say yeah. like, "Oh, my dad stabbed me. Why?" Exactly. Right. Like I, I mean, it had me going back and forth, thinking, "Is it both the kids?" Right. It's you know what I mean? Like, is it both of them that are doing it or something? Right or off the it... bat, I definitely sense that something was sketchy just because he refused to give up the deacon in that moment. Yeah. He refused to tell Raimi. Um, it was just weird because in the past, Robbie was the one who told Megan that the deacon was responsible for killing their mother. And now all of a sudden in the present, when it comes down to it, he's unwilling to admit the same to Raimi. Right. Yeah. And yeah. and now I'm also thinking, I don't know if you guys picked up on it or the viewers picked up on it, but how did we ever get, like, why Robbie decided to show up now? He knew Megan was in danger, but why out of, like, all these years did he decide to, to come to her rescue at this point? I don't have an answer for that, do you? No. I, yeah. Mm, I don't either, I and don't. I'm not sure if they made it very clear. 
not to jump ahead, but um, although if we think about it, if we if we think that Robbie has more to do with the killing right now, if Megan's out, mm -hmm. that could be a danger to him. What do so, you mean that she's out? Well, if she's not in the locked oh, up the in a mental hospital, yeah. So it could mean that uh, he's in danger if he doesn't come back and get things in check. How so, could he be in danger? Uh, because she's, uh, I don't know, maybe she's going to say something or do something that can but get see, him in trouble. the impression I got was that she didn't know. Right. It like, seems she like she's very ignorant to this but whole she know, entire but, situation. Well, she knows that girls have been killed. That's right. She knows exactly. that much. And she believes it's her dad. Right. Yes, she thinks that Robbie's completely innocent. Up until this point, she had thought he was dead. But if she's out then it's going to get traced back to him somehow, even if it comes down to his father, because he doesn't know his father's going to turn himself in. Right. I mean, but now I'm thinking that maybe the deacon and Robbie had been in communication this whole something? time. I mean, I don't want to jump ahead, but some there were some things that happened within the conversation between the deacon and Ramey in the bathroom that led me to think that. But when we get there, we get there. Uh, so now in this moment, once we get to the hospital, we, real we realize that Robbie had been living under an alias, his alias name being Carter, since he was 16. Uh, he ran away in supposedly in fear of the deacon, which I thought was bizarre because he just left his sister behind yeah, to suffer like the consequences. I'm sorry, sis. Deuces. <laughs> it's possible, though. It's not, not like that doesn't happen. You know, so it is possible that he would have left. Yeah. Or he couldn't get away with her, so he just had to get away. Or he knew his father was going to keep her alive and because he said he made a promise. Or he, came, right. he left and then, right, or he left and wanted to go back and get her, but there was never a right time. Like, we really don't know. Yeah. That's something that's unanswered, but at the same time, they threw a a really big curveball tonight. Um, yeah. I think we're kind of stuck with that. It's kind of sitting with us because we're all kind of, okay, we're just gripping this one thing and this one piece of the episode. I just don't even know what to make of it. Like, right. I can't but make sense can't of it. can't be mad, though, because yeah, don't we be wanted a curveball. We wanted we, a curveball, we, but... we, want, we were like, oh, they jumped the shark. Oh, it can't be this easy. How can it just be? He just is Deacon Joe, and he just gives up, and he gets shot. Like what? Yeah, they gotta but do something. They've only, there's only one more episode left. Yeah, so and they, they're gonna cram it all in. They have to. But That's I'm thinking. Said. I think. <laughs> I think I'm so angry because the from the beginning of the episode, I saw this coming. Did you see it coming? That it was the brother. Yeah. Um, I started thinking when it was the brother when they were ch when um when when um. Uh, Frank was chasing him, and he right, wasn't. Yeah, because he was it running. It was bizarre and, that yeah. he was running away for some reason. Right. I'm like, why is he running away? I thought at one point, I thought, oh, it's the dad. I, it, 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 I thought pretty clearly. I, did, I even said it when we were sitting in there watching. I was like, oh, we know who he is now, but we didn't. Um, right. I, I I loved the episode because I loved the two great scenes where Frank and both Frank and Ramy. We're both in the interrogation room with uh, him, uh, Ramey in the bathroom, but they both got to show their tough guy uh, with this guy who's been killing these mm -hmm. women, supposedly, uh, but they both beat the shit out of him in their own way. <laughs> I love yeah. that. Yeah. I, I mean, it just great. goes to show that they really are the, like one in the same, you know? <laughs> yeah. It makes sense. Ramey uh, definitely had rough hands. Yeah, Ramey was a little rough around him, wasn't it? Well, but Ramey lost Maybe the mother, did. yeah. Yeah, I mean, she had a good reason to yeah. be rough with him because he just wasn't giving anything up. Right. Um, but now I'm thinking because the deacon 
promised Robbie he wasn't going to hurt Megan, it's almost like he knew that Robbie was going to disappear. You know what I mean? He made that promise to him that he wouldn't do anything to her if Megan stayed with him, and that's why Robbie felt comfortable to leave. He could have told Robbie to disappear. Exactly. He could have said, you got to go. It's more, that's that's exactly what I'm thinking. Um, And it seems like Megan was just making the assumption that Robbie was dead, when in reality, the deacon was telling Megan the whole time, like, no, he just ran away. He just ran away. He's fine. Right, and then we were thinking, like, oh, why is he lying to her? Yeah. When actually he was But he wasn't lying to her at all. And it's still possible that the deacon really killed the mother, and then Robbie took over after that, you know, kind of patterning what he did after the deacon. That's possible. We saw how meticulous Robbie was in his folding and stuff. I yeah. Mean, it's kind of It all seems map, like but... something's a little bit off with him. Yeah. Which makes sense because we saw that he witnessed his mom being murdered. Right. And the thing that was the most disturbing to me was he seemed undisturbed by it. He assisted the deacon in hiding the body. Well, he's just a little kid. What do you do when you're a right. little kid? Right. I mean, he's obviously but how disturbed. how does that translate into... I think we've all done that. Right. But how we've does that all translate into... Really? <laughs> no, I've, I've we've all it. assisted killing oh, our mother. On. I mean, yeah, I, I don't say you yourself. haven't hidden anybody. She's still alive. She's, <laughs> she's actually hanging out right now. Okay, I so, so. Um, I just... I mean, but still, how does that translate into, oh, I just saw my dad kill my mom... Now I think I want to start killing myself. Like, how does that translate But there was more abuse that led up to it. Right. I think that probably... He had it beaten to his head over time. Exactly. That you had to be pure, that you had to... Uh, or you okay. do it, it, right. get There's God's definitely wrath. psychological yeah. issues that come with a lifestyle like that. I mean, he lived in fear up until when did he disappear? When he was like 16 or so? I think he was 13. Yeah. I thought it was pretty early. Right. But, I mean, yeah. it. his mom was killed when he was 13, but in the hospital uh, when he was talking to Raimi, he said he had the alias since he was like 16. Got it, got it, got it, yeah. So it could. I mean, I could be misunderstanding, but it could be that he stuck around with the deacon for at least a year or two after his mother died. And obviously he was suffering from something because it's just too bizarre to watch your mom die and then help hide her body. But, but again, once again, that's one of many incidents that led up to, I mean, the deacon was right. beating, beating people and, you know, it was very, it was a very abusive environment. So... Uh, right. So, yeah. and that left, I mean, at that time, Megan was in the institution. So it left for the deacon and Robbie to be by themselves and create whatever relationship it is that they created that contributed to the point that we're at now. Right. Uh, and so now. Remember, John- we said before, you said, boy, it wouldn't be great if there were two killers. We right. said all this right. stuff. This is all the stuff that we... And that's why yeah. I said I don't understand why you're so mad. Well, yeah. because we predicted it all. I was ready to be, like, mind-blown, you know? Well, what, I mean, we still have a chance to be mind-blown. I can't really understand why I don't know what so your mind-blown right barrier now. is, though. What Speaking would it take to have blown your mind? mind blown. <laughs> I don't know. Speaking of being mind-blown and coming up on the season finale, um, I did some more Googling, and I have not seen anything that says that Frequency has been officially canceled. While I haven't seen anything that said it's been renewed, I haven't seen anything that definitively says, hey, it's been canceled. So, by all means, if you guys know something we don't, We'd love you to know, hear. share with us, let us know. But everything I've found, it just, it's in limbo. 
Hmm. It would be so, great if they did another one. What's the they name? They definitely of, should. What's the name of the guy that plays uh, the, Riley Smith? Uh, Riley Smith. Yeah, because he's reached out and he said hello to us and stuff. Yeah. Nice, yeah. really nice guy. Yeah. Uh, we like Jules more now, so do another yeah. season. <laughs> hey, Jules, all day. Hey, Jules. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Jules is still kicking it, literally, but. It's just to keep on track right now. Uh, it brings us back to the present where Megan, just keeping us grounded, you know what I'm Amen. saying. Uh, Megan tips off Raimi because she's aware of this hiding spot that the deacon has in the shed of the cabin. That's where she said that he hid the belts that he used to abuse them. So Raimi goes there and finds this box. And... As sick and twisted as it is, this box holds the IDs and the pins of all the nurses that have disappeared. It's like a little shrine. It's a little shrine of all these murdered women. Right. And that's just so creepy to me. Um, But while she's finding that, in the past, we're still trying to intercept the Nightingale because the clock's ticking with jewels. Because at that... Was it... Is it that night that she was due to be to disappear and to be killed? Right. I kind of miss that I, part, I think, but I think that I might, think, might yeah, have been, I think yeah. That's exactly it, what was it was that exact night. So they were, you know, they were crunched for time. So Frank approaches Megan with the knowledge from Raimi in the present that Robbie's still alive. So now he knows the alias that he's living under, and it's easy for him to track him down, and he tracks him down at the job. Um,. As excited as Robbie is to see Megan, when Frank approaches him, he runs away. And at this point, Frank has no knowledge of who Robbie truly is. He just sees him as a victim. But the second you saw Robbie running, what went through your head? Um, guilty. I, I, yeah, I mean, for me, I was just like, oh, gosh. So he's part of this. Mm-hmm. Like, because I'm just thinking, if he's running, something is off something's not 100%. Right. Because why would you run? See, I, I, I didn't get that. Uh, I just got that he might have been scared, um, you know, just scared. But I, I, yeah, but I hear what you're saying. It was, I was kind of in limbo about it because obviously I was thinking first he's running because he's guilty and he is unaware that Frank doesn't have any knowledge that he's guilty. You know what I mean? Right. He doesn't know that Frank's looking out for his best interests right. as opposed to trying to lock him up for these murders. But then I also thought he's obviously a troubled person and he took himself off the map for a reason, so maybe that could be why he's running. But at this point, we really don't know. It's just kind of a curveball that Robbie's still alive. Um, so, <laughs> in, the, in the past... Uh, they need some type of evidence, whether it's the body or whatever, to get this Nightingale in jail. Right, and the, and essentially because they believe it's Joe, the link Joe to everything. Right. So right. The they whole... need the smoking gun because everything mm-hmm. else, uh, you know, even as Satch was saying, he's like, well, if, if she says it, then it's just hearsay because mm-hmm. she's not a credible witness, and we've got to get. We got to get something real, you know. I think that was in the future that Zach said that, but it was still the same right. in the past. They needed real stuff. Everything is pointing to Deacon Joe, both in the present and in the past. It's the only logical, the logical answer to who the killer could be. So, uh, Remy tips Frank off about this box, but in the meantime, the deacon removes the box from the hiding spot. 
that seemed a little bit too ironic for me. Did you were you but guys was thinking like, anything at this point? I looked at it and thought maybe that's something he does on a normal basis, where he just goes out there and kind of worships them and cherishes them. And but uh, right, so, but he took it out and removed it from the house. It, it, it was because he was going to turn himself in, but uh, yeah. right. And then, but yeah, I no, I thought it was it was odd weird. Too. But, the timing was just a little bit yeah. weird. Right, it was because the second Frank was going after it, like in the present, Ramy discovered this box. Right. And in the past, Frank's like going after, it and it just so happened that the deacon removed. It I think at it would have bugged. It would have bugged more if he didn't turn himself in right then. Right. Then, then it would have been a little weirder. Because, but by him turning himself in, it was like, oh, okay, that's why mm -hmm. he took it out. You know, it gave me it gave me some sort of reason. I think I just have uh, something. I was reading the comments about the predictions that our viewers gave us, and someone suggested that. The deacon um, has the same ability that Ramy and Frank do. I'm not. I mean, I'm not saying that that's true, but that could be a possibility in this situation if the present version of the deacon knew oh, that the box was giving it away. You know what I'm saying? That would be I the mean, craziest that's a good twist. Point. Yeah, it would be a good twist, and it, I mean, it would it would make sense given the different shifts yet. When they both introduced themselves to him, he knew who they were, mm -hmm. and he remembered the previous interaction they had, although it had happened in a different timeline. Right. <laughs> so, I think I think we'd have a harder time swallowing that they both felt. Uh, I can't see. I'm spitting what <laughs> I, I can't swallow that. I'll spit it out. No, but that they <laughs> that they both had ham radios and we were talking back and forth. And, I know, but yeah. I just don't like. That's a lot to unfold in one episode. So if they're able to do that, props to <laughs> them. But yeah. I have no idea. Uh, so simultaneously, Ramy is having a conversation with the deacon because. Uh, the deacon was caught in the present. He was on the run, and they knew it was him based on the box that they had found, and he was found in a convenience store. And Isn't that convenient? Yeah, it wasn't that convenient. For some reason, he's always in a convenience store and always hiding in a convenience store, but... Okay, so he, he likes the snacks. At the yeah. How'd you like how the cops got him right there? I like that. Yeah, I thought the cop was, wa wasn't. Yeah. He gonna, was cool though. Yep. That was cool. Came out the cut. Yeah, good for him. <laughs> uh, but Ramy has her own private conversation with the deacon in the bathroom. She does, and used some methods of her own to pump him for information. I love, she was tougher than Frank. I, I, I oh, like she that. was, yeah. but she yeah. knew it was crunch time, and I kind of enjoyed how she got on his level. She used the language that he. Was familiar with right. and gave in to him being like, uh, you know, she she was just she was aware that she made it seem like she knew that he was cleansing them and, and almost like agreed. Yeah. I mean, she did, right. but she was kind of telling him what he wanted to hear. Like, right. I know that you wanted to save those women and all those nurses. She was cool about right. it. She was. It didn't seem forced. It, it, no, not at all. Yeah. But then she also said, you know, but you know. They don't really get that. <laughs> You're not in cleansing prison. them. Like in prison, yeah. they're not going to understand what you were trying to do. So. Exactly. And so she yeah, made ask, Mr. she made a trade <laughs> off with him. She at first it wasn't revealed what she got in return, but in he gave her the location of the body, and she gave him shoelaces to kill himself. Now, but think, of, think about this. If if Frank doesn't make it go down differently in the past, then in her future, the killer's still out there. 
Right. So and also, but I don't think Frank's gonna be able to unless unless some you know depending on what happens next episode, I don't right. think he's gonna be able to intervene because again nobody's really checking for Robbie like that. Yeah, and nobody's mm-hmm. going to if they think that the Nightingale just hung himself in the cell. Right, and by the same Both token, yeah. I think. Raimi just assumed that because she had this body, she would be able to give this information to Frank, making this present situation never happen. She and the Nightingale, if Frank was able to intercept that with that information in the past, she and the Nightingale would never be alone in the bathroom, and she would never have the opportunity to allow him to take his own life. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. So, That's the brilliance of Olivia. Right. You know, I'm always thinking. you got to <laughs> stay on your toes in this. miles an hour. So now the Nightingale's dead in the present, but in the past he has his hands on this box. Right. But it's not the Nightingale. Uh, what's his name? Deacon's the de- dead in the present. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, excuse me. i got to watch myself now because <laughs> apparently he's watch not yourself. the Nightingale. There was a twist. Yeah, and in the past <laughs> he decides to give himself up. And at this point, were you understanding why he decided to do that? Um, if I... Okay. Um, Go for it. <laughs> I think... I think... Mm-hmm. That he was giving himself up. So, one, he wouldn't have to testify against his son. Okay. Um, and two, so that he could take the fall for his son. And his son can continue whatever he may have not been able to finish. Mm-hmm. If he was actually, you know, doing a little bit of, you know, dabbing in some killing too. Right. I don't mean dabbing like that. I mean, like, you know, he was dabbling in killing. <laughs> dabble. Well, it dabble was clear here. he had some type of loyal relationship with Robbie because before uh, he killed himself, in his conversation with Raimi, he was talking about how guilty he felt for breaking the vow that he made. Uh, with his son and he it was clear that he he overall felt guilty he he spoke about bringing the wrath down onto his own family yeah and in instead of feeling bad and apologizing for breaking the vow to Robbie he decided to stab him instead which makes no sense to me at all None. well I mean I, this... if he stabbed him though well, he said he said he was like I made a vow to my son, and I and broke it, instead of keeping his promise, I stabbed him. And, oh, it, and remember, he was hurt in the beginning of the right. episode. So my feeling is is that they're, what they're trying to say is kind of like like father, like son. Mm-hmm. He was all this you know this holy roller that was uh, abusive and passed it down to the son, and the father is feels guilty for what his son is now doing because of him. And so he turns himself in in order to uh, protect his son and get in the get in the way of that because he feels that it's his fault that these uh, killings are continuing. Although he does think these they're purifying women too, doesn't he? But so you're saying in the past he was. I'm saying just in in both timelines that, that that's kind of the story, the way the story seems right. to be being laid out right now. Um, but the, what's interesting is, so when Raimi has her talk with him in the in the bathroom in the, in mm-hmm. the toilet, so and she says you're not purifying these women. From his perspective, it's like, okay, my son's not purifying these women in the killings that he's doing. Right. That's how he, it's landing, right. and he's like, shit, and it's my fault. And you know something that just dawned on me actually is, 
so in the moment when he told the waitress to call the police and he wanted to turn himself in, he was wiping the fingerprints off of all of the IDs. Oh, I didn't oh, think of that. wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, you know, when I saw him doing that, I was like, okay, because at one point oh. I saw blood on one of them. So I was like, oh, he's just kind of cleaning them up. That's his little thing. So did I. I thought like he was polishing them. That totally makes sense. Uh, because it wasn't police. his fingerprints exactly. on the thing. If he was going to take the blame... For it these killings, he had the, he yeah. Had the every, because if they fingerprinted were, all those cards, it would have been Robbie's fingerprints and not him. <laughs> Damn. Damn. I wonder why, like at that moment, because obviously in the present he feels guilty because he broke the vow, but I'm not sure why in the past he felt the need to protect to, his son. Right, because at that point Robbie's not even on the radar. But he knows that Frank's coming down on him. Right, and with the fact with them investigating that it's only a matter of time before right. they realize that Robbie is the one that they should be looking for. See, and I think that's why Robbie would have also come back when Megan was out because he's like, it's only going to be a matter of time unless I get back there and yeah, I meddle guess so. Somehow. Uh, but so now the deacon turns himself in, and everyone's so happy because they think they finally caught the nightingale, whatever. Frank is. Frank had Megan in his home with Jules to keep them both safe and kind of he almost delivered Robbie as like a present to to Megan. Ta-da! And then you bring the mother effer into your house. You know what I'm saying? And like now as the second I saw Robbie in the home he was acting weird then. I kn- I just knew something, yeah, something was, was up. up. Yeah. Not that he was acting weird, just like okay, this dude just totally ran away from Frank, and now he is in his home, and he feels relieved that the deacon is caught. When in reality, he could have just assisted Frank to begin with in finding the deacon if he wasn't guilty. But right. his responses were really weird. He's like, "You're safe now," mm-hmm. and she's like. We both are. And so she was really happy, but he was, like, very cut and dr- right. like a piece of cardboard. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And in the uh, in the present, Raimi was freaking out because she didn't see her mom, mom but right. it ended up being that her mom, I guess, didn't live with her anymore at that point, but just so happened to show up because she forgot something. Right. That was cool. He it almost was. started crying. I'm watching. Oh, yeah, I, I saw was you like, tearing. No, like, yeah. why? <laughs> I saw you wiping your face like that, so you're making you're going over the top. But I think it was just like, hey, (laughs) chaos is mad sleepy, son, because it's been such a long day. I believe it. I feel you. You know what? You know what bugged for me though, like, is in the end, and I don't mean to jump ahead, but when Robbie looks in the closet, he sees all these pictures in there of of jewels. Mm -hmm. Why is it only jewels? If he's the killer, why wasn't it all the women? Right. I don't. This but, is but not at making the same sense time, to me. Okay, is that just who he's targeting? Or, yeah. Exactly. Why have pictures of the woman you've already killed? You already killed them. They're done. So she's right. just no, the next no longer one. She's the focus the, of your yeah. attention. She's she's Damn. the new one. So he obsesses on them. Takes right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Does Follows them socks. because they right, we exactly. knew that the nightingale was stalking jewels. Does things in socks? That <laughs> you caught you that? Shit. <laughs> it took me a um, second. I'm like, <laughs> what'd you say? You don't need to know. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
They said something very strange with socks. Right. So he does was it something dirty? Socks. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he does strange yeah. things with socks. Now I yeah. know what you're saying. Tube socks. Yeah. My pure innocent Yeah, my pure innocent mind just, yeah. you know, just flew right, right over. over. Right. Yeah. Right. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, but at this point, the socks are like, stop it, not again. Okay, okay, ew. all right. Anyway, <laughs> at this point, I'm like freaking out because Frank, he does it. He doesn't even know that he literally is serving his wife on a platter to the Nightingale Killer, and this is yes. a perfect scenario yes. for for Robbie as the Nightingale. Yes. To execute his biggest track. dream, he can right. have waffles with 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 jewels. Waffles with a side of jewels. Face. <laughs> waffles yeah. with a side of jewels. This is this yeah, is like insane, that. like yeah. insane, and it's even crazier because now everyone's relieved. Present Ramy is relieved because her mom is with her, and Frank's relieved in the past because he locked up the Nightingale. In reality, they're just. Dumb. It's just like any horror movie, right? When you take that breath. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Usually when everything yeah. feels super And then someone calm. falls with heels on. Yeah, that's true. It's usually and me or us you. us as yeah. the audience are screaming at the characters, right. being like, how do you not see this? Like, right. this is crazy. And so... Shoot him again. <laughs> the show, this episode wraps up with Rami... Rami? <laughs> with Robbie in his home, which is... You know, a very, very simple home, which makes sense because right. he was on the run for such a long time. And he's folding up the one outfit that he has very, like, thoroughly and almost obsessive. Yeah, it is. A, no, totally obsessive, yeah. And that was kind of a red flag for me because I just think that's very peculiar the way he was acting. And then he opens up his closet to his jewels shrine. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. <laughs> And then it's just like, okay, so now what? Yeah. And like you said, he's got the silver platter courtesy of Frank. Right. But the thing is, we still know that Jules is alive in the future. But it makes sense. But hold For on, real now. Quick. For the moment. It yeah. makes sense um, if, if you think all the way back mm-hmm. when they showed after we had the whole issue with the truck and then the truck being little, you know, set set on fire. And we saw someone standing with a hoodie. It wasn't an older dude. It was a young dude. Right. Huh. We're like putting the pieces together now. Right. Yeah, I think for their consistency, they're going to have to go back and look at that because it's probably not even the dude that it really was. But, you know? I mean, just from the back, you could tell that it was a younger person versus yes. an older dude. You are right, yeah. Right. And now I'm thinking, I mean, Jules was supposed to die, so she made it to the present at this point. So we somehow intercepted her original death. Right. Whether it was the deacon that was going to kill her or Robbie was going to kill her in a different way, somehow we curved that. And I hope that we figure out how. Mm. I mean, we curved it, but we only just put it off. Right. Well, just Yeah, it's coming right back around. Now, what about the... Remember, if we go back to that episode where they had the blood trays and the the nurse passed the blood to one person? Yeah. And, then, and she was standing and it got passed to Jules instead. Mm-hmm. Could that come back into play? Does that guy that was in the elevator, is that possible that that was Robbie? You see, I'm not sure. I barely sure remember it. Because I'm not that? even sure if I that do, but... original death still applies. Because we had so many shifts since right, that point right. that... I mean, it was, it's obvious that Robbie has been obsessed with Jules and he was going to kill her whichever opportunity he got. It's not like she, 
they just so happen to be in the elevator at the same right. time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we intercepted this death, but in reality, we just prolonged it. And Frank is thinking that he cut it from the trunk by getting rid of the deacon. But in reality, more branches they just said that grew. In the and, right, and, and, and uh, Ramey even said that, yeah. like, you know, like, there's more branches. Mm-hmm. But, I, but I think maybe they're wrong in that she thinks it's more branches, but it's really... They just didn't cut the right they trunk. They cut the wrong trunk. Yeah. Exactly. Oh. Boom. Okay, so uh, this brings us to... Oh, wait. Before we get to predictions, there's a huge point that we forgot to bring up. Moreno. He what? he is in this situation one way or another, and I don't know how yet. And Yeah, and, and then, you know, he even made a comment. Like, you're like, you know, you're right, Frank. This is bigger than me. Mm-hmm. And he goes, he leaves, he leaves the crime scene, gets back in the car, yeah. and then takes an envelope that has Frank's name, last name on the Sullivan, and puts it in his glove box. Now, for me, what I thought, before I thought the second thought, but my first thought was that he was going to plant some evidence. Right. That was going to implicate Frank's involvement and make him somewhat criminal in this whole situation. Uh-huh. Um, but at the same time, it could have been a payoff of sorts. Okay. Or a payoff, or it could have but, been uh, an arrest warrant for him uh, if he was bringing him out there. You know, he was involved somehow, but uh, leading them to something that was really nothing. I mean, it's whatever it is, it's clear that uh, Moreno has something up his sleeve and he right. has it in for Frank. Do we even know why he Frank point, is such a target for him? I, at this but point, I'm at a loss. Moreno's still know. a bad guy. He's like a drug dealer, right? He's, right, but why does he want to take down Frank so badly? Because Frank's not even thinking about Stan right now. Right. He's it's not he's not even on his radar. He's still maybe he's getting ready to make some power moves, and he doesn't want Frank's in. He doesn't Frank want knows Frank to, stuff, right? Yeah, Frank knows stuff about Marina. And once this, yeah. this killer's this killer deal is over with, you know what's next? That, yeah, right, exactly. Stan huh. Marina. See, I'm wondering, like, I feel like Moreno should have something to do with this because once haters start hating. They just keep on hating. Haters gonna hate and ainers gonna ain't. <laughs> yeah, like that's fair to say, but there was a reason why we saw this envelope no, definitely, at that definitely. point in time. That's right true. after we found the body. Like that's too ironic to right. oh, not yeah. There's meaning to it, but we just don't know what it is. <laughs> and, and for me, my vote is gonna be that uh, it was evidence. He was gonna plant some plant kind of evidence. evidence. Yeah. You know, see, maybe I was a little bit unhappy with this episode, but this could be the mind blowing twist that saves the day for me right you never know yeah i see your mind already getting blown yeah, i'm yeah, yeah. on the verge <laughs> not what, yet i smell wood burning so. yeah. <laughs> um okay guys Is let's, let's in skirt there? on into okay. some predictions <laughs> and now you're after buzz tv <laughs> let's see can we predict what's in the envelope <laughs> right like let's pl- let's play like a game of clue here so it's like well, we obviously know who the killer is, Robbie. We but think. he kills Jules where, with what, how does he do it? In the kitchen it? with the... Yeah, stick. like, you know what I'm saying? In the kitchen with the knife that he used to cut his waffles five minutes I don't think he's going to kill her, though. I st- you think Jules is going to get killed, huh? Um, I don't think she's... I think for the sake of the show, she'll be alive, but he's going to attempt to kill her, and we're going to intercept that some way. Okay. Right. Yeah, um, I agree. Yeah, no, I... I don't really have anything. You have I no agree. predictions? I mean, I have predictions, but I mean, 
for me, I still think that I, I think that I mean, there's just so much for them to try and throw in this episode, and I'm wondering if it's going to be a slightly longer than the other one. Like, yeah, I think that, that we should. In? I was just thinking that actually that we should check on that because I'm assuming it's. It has I, to be longer. Yeah, I bet you it won't be longer. That's my prediction. It's not going to be longer. And I think that Stan Marino is going to find a way to kill Frank, at frame and kill Frank anyway. That's my oh. prediction. Oh, so you gosh. don't think both parents yeah. are making it to the present? I don't think Frank's going to make it. I think I think so. I think we're going to get that sweet, happy ending that we want, especially with this season being in limbo. Um, they're going to go ahead, and I don't think they're going to leave us in the cliffhanger. Um, Jules, they're going to f- figure out a way to save her. Frank's going to live. We're going to find out what Stan Moreno's end game is finally. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also think that uh, we're going to see, you know, how vicious Robbie really is. He's going to show us true colors. Right. But now someone's he's... going to stop him. And now, it's probably going to be his sister. His... You think Megan's going to save the day? What? Where'd you what? get that? <laughs> I so. Because right now she's totally blinded to this whole situation. She's just happy that the deacon's gone and her brother's finally back in her life. And, I mean, she's completely naive because she, right. to her, her brother has been dead. Right. You know, and her brother's a good guy. You know something else that I thought was interesting is, in the present, Jules comes back, but where's Frank at? Raimi only cares that Jules, you know, is right. home, but right. where but is that's, Frank? And that's my point. Frank's not back, so mm-hmm. what What happens? I wonder right. if he yeah. died oh. saving Jules. I'm not sure. Oh, that's, yeah, could be. No, stab me instead. Oh, right, because oh, right oh, now, at this point, we're right. all under the same household. <laughs> right. So Right. Huh. Time will only. I don't tell. know. This one is low key a humdinger. See, but that's but that's good though that we don't know what's going to happen. So that's it true. should be mind blowing whatever happens. Right. I agree, and okay. I can't wait for my mind to be blown. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> explosions and brains all over the place. <laughs> all right, guys, do you have any final thoughts about this episode? I don't. I have We're no good. final thoughts. All right, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, I cannot wait to see what happens next week. Please comment and give us your predictions. I want to know what you think is going to happen to Robbie. Uh, Once again, I'm your host, Olivia Gabri. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter, The Real OG. And I'm your boy, Chaos J. K-W-A-O-S-J. You can find me on Twitter. You can find me on Instagram, Chaos underscore Oceans 31. I'm bringing you not creepiness, not watchiness, but 31 flavors of waviness. That's right. Keeping the swagalicious. And uh, where can they find you, bro? I'm your boy. And I can't, it doesn't sound right coming out of me. Confidence. That's, it's I'm all your about boy, the confidence. Howard Live. That's I'm your boy. It's the Chris Howard Live. Reach out to me. At Chris Howard Live on Twitter and Instagram. Ooh. What? What? All right. Boom. We'll catch you guys next week. <laughs> From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 